Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 341 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for the wisdom in your word. Impart more wisdom into our hearts as we read today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus is teaching in John chapter 6. We read about Jesus feeding the thousands of people with just five loaves and two fish. Verse 11 says, Jesus took the loaves and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples and the disciples to the reclining people. So also he did with the fish as much as they wanted. Thousands of people had as much as they wanted. The Lord didn't keep anything from them or tell them they could only have just so much. There was an endless supply of food for thousands of people with 12 baskets of food left over. God never runs out of what we need. There is an infinite supply of everything we need to meet our physical and spiritual needs. Just as Jesus met the needs of the people that day, the Lord is standing by to meet our needs. May we praise him today for his faithfulness and goodness to us. The people couldn't get enough of Jesus, so they searched for him and found him. He started preaching to them, telling them to stop working so hard for earthly wages and be in service to God. In verse 29, Jesus said, This is the work, service, that God asks of you, that you believe in the one whom he has sent, that you cleave to, trust, rely on, and have faith in his messenger. Again, we see the word believe, which is considered service to the Lord. Let us serve the Lord with our belief today. In verse 35, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never be hungry, and he who believes in and cleaves to and trusts in and relies on me will never thirst anymore at any time. We see the word believe again. Our belief in the one who saves us satisfies us to the full. We have all we need in him. Let us rest in Jesus today. Verse 37 is so encouraging. Jesus said, all whom my father gives and trusts to me will come to me. And the ones who come to me, I will most certainly not cast out. I will never, no, never reject one of them who comes to me. We can praise God today that we have been chosen to know him and believe in his son, and he will never reject us. There is plenty of rejection in this world, but we will never be rejected by the one who really matters, our Savior and Lord. Let's see what vision John has to share with us in Revelation chapter 21. It is such a delight to read this chapter. John saw a new heaven and a new earth. He saw Jerusalem descend out of heaven. His vision is like a man watching the bride walk down the aisle in a beautiful flowing white dress. In verse 3, he heard a voice from the throne say, See, the abode of God is with men, and he will live in camp, tent, among them, and they shall be his people, and God shall personally be with them and be their God. Eternal life with him is established where there will be no more pain or sadness. Verse 5 says, See, I make all things new. And he said, Record this, for these sayings are faithful, accurate, incorruptible, and trustworthy, and true, genuine. A most powerful verse is the very next verse. Verse 6 says, And he further said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I myself will give water without price from the fountain, springs of the water of life. The rest of the chapter is more than beautiful as John describes what heaven looks like and is made of. May you be blessed as you read through the promise of what eternal life in heaven with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit will be like. 
But let's see what we can learn in Hosea chapter 9. The Israelites lived in abundance during this period, but Hosea tells Israel not to rejoice. Tough times were coming for them. They would live in exile and not have access to good wine or wheat. However, Hosea was considered a fool because he told them what awaited them because of their idol worship, sacrifice to gods, and disobedience to the Lord. Hosea compares them to Gibeah, where the Levite's concubine was molested and tortured to death. The Levite cut her up and sent a piece of her to all the tribes in Israel, and it started a war between the tribe of Benjamin and the rest of Israel. Of course, God was against Benjamin, and they suffered huge losses. Hosea accuses the people of the day as being as corrupt as Gibeah, and there is no hope of rescue for them. In verse 10, God saw their ancestors bear fruit, but they started worshiping Baal, making them detestable to the Lord. In verse 12, we read, A woe! Woe also to them when I look away and depart from them. As exile awaited them, Hosea prayed that the women wouldn't bear children so as not to expose them to the devastation that awaited. And our last verse tells us, they will be wanderers and fugitives among the nations. In chapter 10, we read about the prosperity of Israel. God had blessed them in every way, but they didn't stay true to the Lord and God planned to destroy their idols. Their kings would be taken from them. Their golden calves would be taken to Assyria. Verse 6 says, Ephraim shall be put to shame and Israel shall be shamed of his counsel to set up calf worship and detach Israel from Judah. Israel and Judah divided after Solomon died because Solomon's son demanded more from the people than his father. They revolted against the demands and Jeroboam erected two golden calves for the people to worship instead of going to Judah for worship. He feared the people would want to become one again with Judah if they went back for festivals and sacrifices to the Lord. It's amazing what people who have power do in the name of fear. The chief priests and scribes put Jesus to death because of fear. And the Israelites veered off course because the kings led them in the wrong ways. May we look to and rely on the Lord instead of people when we face fearful times. Only God can save us as only God could have saved the people if they had only been repentant. Well, let's see what wisdom Solomon has to share with us today in Proverbs 10. The righteous and the wicked are compared with one another in this chapter. These are some blessings reserved for the righteous. The Lord won't allow the righteous to famish. Blessings are upon the righteous. The righteous walk securely. The mouth of the righteous is a well of life. The earnings of the righteous lead to life. The tongues of the righteous are choice silver. The lips of the righteous feed and guide many. The desires of the righteous shall be granted. The righteous have an everlasting foundation. The hope of the righteous is gladness. The consistently righteous shall never be moved. The mouths of the righteous bring forth skillful and godly wisdom. The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable. There are many benefits listed here for the righteous. May we pursue righteousness. The last thing I want to point out is verse 12, which says, Love covers all transgressions. We are called to love one another. May we love one another and cover one another's transgressions in love. Jesus demonstrated this to us, which he calls us to do. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for your word that continues to teach us more about you and your love for us. Help us love others as you do. Where we are lacking, fill us up with your Holy Spirit. Lord, help us also pursue righteousness. May we walk in your ways and be obedient to you. Keep our eyes on you and not on the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. 
I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.